0: We got some Breeze bits. We got some Breeze bits. They're coming in hot, so ready on operation bits. Mmm,
1: bits. Wow, we're in it. Now we're back into it. We had a couple of hiccups, a couple of Chauncey hiccup billups, but yeah. now we're into it. Yeah, now we're we're running the offense in the right proper way. Welcome to
0: Braise Motion Bits, offense. everybody. This is episode. <laughs> wow, we're 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 afraid to get a penalty again. We got two false starts called on us right off the bat. We we had some echo problems, echo unlimited, but
1: now we're in yeah, it. We had we had two strikes. We can't get a third strike. We're not going to get caught looking. We're, we're swinging at every pitch. We're firing hot, ready or not. Raise bits. That's right. This is episode thirty-one. I don't remember if we said that already or
0: if we said it in the previous. <laughs>
1: You uh, might have, but I love the number thirty-one. Thirty-one is one of my favorite numbers. It was—it's the number house number of my house that I grew up in. Wow, in my parents' house that they still live in. Not going to give out their address, but if you go to every thirty-one around the world, you might run into my parents' house.
0: If you go to every thirty-one around the world, you deserve—you deserve to get in the house. You might as well. We also got Reggie
1: Miller, thirty-one. I was going to say you—you you can't. Santa wouldn't know your house. Santa would not know my house. <laughs> I know. Santa doesn't know my ass. Santa doesn't come back.
0: No. Did uh, my dad sometimes, I I feel like there was a period where he would pretend. He was like, you should leave out milk and cookies for Santa because he wanted, he was like, Santa's not going to come, but you should leave out milk and cookies just in case. I think he just wanted milk and cookies.
1: Lancey, I want the cookies. (laughs)
0: Lancey, leave them out for Santa. He, He was like, Santa's not coming here, but... You never know if you do leave out those and cookies. <laughs> smart man, your dad. Smart, yeah.
1: smart man. 31 is also Mike Piazza. This is a big episode.
0: It is a big episode. Margarita Piazza. <laughs> We're going to have some margarita piazzas for for dinner tonight. I made the dough. Nice. The Very sauce. Nice. Uh, my amazing wife is going to put up the sauce as we record.
1: Wow. It's, it's, someone's going to pull you over for that sauce. You That's right. some illegal sauce.
0: Yeah, I know. That's all right. That's how we do it
1: here. I'm excited to see what it looks like.
0: I'll show you, but I'm not going to show the public. Okay. Private pizza.
1: I don't know. You get to
0: the point where it's like you take pictures of your food and people are like, I've I've seen millions
1: of pictures of pizza over the quarantine and I can't see another one. I guess that's fair. I I love watching. uh, I watch food television. I watch food on Instagram. I can't get enough of it. Me too. Or I also. I
0: don't think I can say me too. I also hashtag I also enjoy. I think it's a, it's from I think one of Chappelle's specials, he says that he's like I can't he's like I also am going to the comedy <laughs> club tonight.
1: <laughs> it's funny.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say last episode I thought it was one of our better products. Absolutely. We're always cooking organic, but this one was like a bunch of blueberries that was like seven ninety nine and it was worth it. Wow, that's yeah, that's good value. It's it's a fresh fruit and it's also good value. Nothing better than that. It's ex, that. it's expensive and you're like, why is this so expensive? Then you have it and you say, I understand now.
1: <laughs> it's very rare you get something that you think is worth the price. And I, I would say the last episode is worth the price of the episode <laughs> <laughs> of free. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. We uh, we talked about bread. That was nice. Talked about loaf loaves of bread.
1: Loaf of jujubu. Good good bread. Can't get enough of bread. I feel like it's it's a very. Uh, Universal thing people can get get behind is bread.
0: Yeah, people take a lot of Paramount pictures of their Universal bread. <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> but uh, we had
0: one addendum. Uh, Maddie Schneck, uh, top brazer back, noted uh, surprise that there was no mention of King's Hawaiian rolls. Which, wow. yeah, I I kind of agree. I didn't if if they, if I
1: thought of them as I was making the the Joe list. I think they <laughs> would have been included. Sure. I I love quick kings Hawaiian rolls, but I've never purchased them. I've only had them like if I guess that they're at a restaurant or if someone else has them at a barbecue. I've never gone. Out. I love them. Nothing better than a sweet Hawaiian roll, but I've never gone out and got them myself. You never gone out of your way. You never
0: incorporated. They've never been in your rotation, your no, pitching rotation. They I they have been in mine. The the issue and it's not a real issue, but the issue I have with them is they come in these like kind of larger boxes of it's either like sixteen or thirty two. I think you could get. And I, I, my issue is, I just eat them. They're there, and I just have to eat you them. Just and they're pop so, them? Yeah, just pop them. Pop them, you can't stop them.
1: Yeah. They're, they're, they're slider size, right? They
0: are sliders, and I was going to say they're perfect. They are meant for sliders. So right. I know you're
1: talking about a lot of sliders. I love sliders. Slide- There's this guy in, on YouTube, Eric Slidell, on yeah. Slider. Yeah. There's this guy on YouTube called Sam the Cooking Guy. And he made a recipe of like cheese stick sliders using Hawaiian rolls that was pretty bomb. That's good. One thing about Hawaiian rolls, I don't know, I realized this at one point, it's it's
0: very, very similar to hala. Yeah. Extremely similar. Yeah.
1: Probably a little sweeter.
0: Yeah, there's a little sweeter. I don't know if it's honey that they put in it, or maybe sugar, but definitely a little sweeter, but you get some sweet challah and it's like almost, it's, it's yeah. eerily similar. Not ear. Yeah, it's, it's not a, eerie, but it just it just similar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's goes in your stomach, not your ear. But I, I feel like it also has the kind of a potato roll texture a little bit. It's got that the same uh, the bite as a potato roll. Yeah, but it, a little sweeter.
0: I never like these uh, analogies, but if it's like if Hawa and Martin's potato roll had a had a baby,
1: nice. That would be a beautiful, beautiful I'm product.
0: always, I'm a, when people say that, I'm like, you don't know how the genetics work with Gregor Mendel. What if it gets a recessive trait, and what if you end up with a pretzel roll? Right. You never know if these, <laughs> how these bread genes are going to go. I know. So it bothers don't, me. It's like, yeah, that's a possibility, but you're not, you're acting like this is, this is science and this is a bread analogy that is a stretch <laughs> to begin with. Yeah. Stretch the dough. That's right. We got we got a uh, we got a time limit on this one.
1: Uh, we got an out. We do, let's get in the highlights. Let's get in the highlights. And I'm going to say this right now. Also, I'm uh, I'm already sweating up a storm. This is going to be a. a this, I feel like I'm. I'm this is a braised bits workout. And I'm I'm excited for. It. I'm sitting down, sweating. Nothing better than that. It's hot in here. Love that. Ready or not, you got any highlights? I do.
0: My highlight is the. Premier League came back, All, all most, of, most of the European soccer leagues, leagues came back within the past few weeks, and the Premier League came back last week, and I watched some games, and it's just so nice to have things like that back. I was watching Tottenham, and it was just, I like, you know, I got into the game just like, it, for two hours I was focused on that and not wow. the virus, or not everything else happening, and it was just such a nice thing and I forgot how much I'm I jealous. missed that yeah
1: I'm jealous what, what uh, channel do you watch it on it's on NBC Sports oh very nice yeah and there hasn't been any kind any any players that haven't tested positive um I'm not sure they do like if someone
0: gets positive I think some people have but they've been it hasn't affected really the, the games and there's been no notable um there's been no notable players I guess that have tested positive it's more under control, I think in Europe in general I think the u k is a little bit dicey, but in Europe it seems a little bit more under control than uh in our in here here where was there's like <laughs> ten years left of our country maybe so
1: yeah that's amazing i I can't wait for nBA to come back but it's it still doesn't seem like it's it's i think it, it'll happen but there are more and more each day players are kind of backing out.
0: yeah we'll well, it's also really interesting in the Premier League so for the first like first slate of games basically there's like it's, a, it's sort of like the NFL where there's like weeks of games um, yeah. so for like the first slate of games everyone so for the duration of the um, duration of, of the season there's like eight or nine games left uh, all the players on their jerseys Black Lives Matter patches and NHS patches for like the the virus Uh, And then the first slate of games, everyone had Black Lives Matter just on the back of their jerseys instead of their name, and everybody kneeled. Uh, There was a incident. There was a not associated with the team, but someone flew a White Lives Matter plane over one of the games. Wow, which is that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, but overall, I mean, that's not. It doesn't really have anything to do with the league. Just you know, a few crazy people. But overall, it's like the reaction. It's like that. It's so easy. It, it it it's just it's such a sharp contrast to like the NFL, for example. It's like they got it like the Premier League got it together so quickly, um, right. and and they're like, yeah, this is a nice gesture, but also like there's a lot, you know, it's it's not like we did this and we're good. They're like, all right, we got it. One of the issues is for the Premier League, you know, most of the managers are are white, so they're like, all right, we got to start. The, the, I think there's this program that's being started that's going to essentially help minority managers.
1: I was playing uh, FIFA 2010 last week with my cousin and in the background of the stadium it says End racism FIFA 2010
0: yeah yeah there there's Isn't that been, crazy there's been campaigns racism. like that uh, through, I mean you know it''s racism uh, racism has been a huge problem in, in uh, soccer for for a long time but I know yeah' it's just, it's just
1: crazy how like it's set. You're they're still, more still dealing with
0: yeah. those issues, yeah. But obviously, it seems like to me, and it's also who knows. I, I don't. I'm not there, but it seems like the uh, like the league is more way more active and way more um, yeah, just way more active in, in terms of uh, addressing and dealing issues. Not that they're they're perfect, but, but yeah, um, it, it's interesting to see that versus the NFL. Sure, absolutely. But anyway, um, it was great to watch the games, uh, and I'm excited that that's that's back. And I'm excited. For, I'm excited for the NBA to come back. We excited for hockey to come back. Absolutely. NFL. It seems like who knows it, it. It's like there's there's so many players. It's gonna be tough.
1: Yeah, and they're like they're talking about like putting some kind of face mask over the face mask, which just doesn't seem realistic. Like,
0: yeah, it but, sounds like uh-huh. a sounds like a 30 yard penalty.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's a huge penalty. Pushing back, way back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but that was a good highlight. And then also I saw my niece uh, over the weekend, and she's 10 months old. Nice. Yeah. It was, it was nice. Yeah. And I hadn't seen her since before the, the virus, and it's interesting. She's like more of a person. It's cool to see. If she was, you know, before the virus, she was just like a, a baby who like cried and ate sure. and pooped. But now she has like a bit of a personality, so it's cool to see that. Like, how, how many people go into the virus and emerge with a personality?
1: <laughs> That's very rare. Yeah. You got to start grooming her to become a brazier bag. That's right. Very nice. Very nice of her. Yeah. Nice France.
0: Those are my highlights.
1: <laughs> 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 All right, nice. Very nice. Uh, I got two quick highlights. One, I went – I got out of the city – this weekend, I, but technically not out of the city. I went to Far Rockaway Beach for the first time. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's it was uh it was very nice. My uh, first time there, uh, the beach was packed with people. It was like it, it was very bizarre. I've I've been to, It's it remind me of Coney Island a bit because of the boardwalk and it being so close to the city. But when you're there, you kind of forget that like you're you're you're, you're like 25 minutes outside of Manhattan. It's pretty wild. Um, and I enjoyed it a lot. It was really nice to get to the beach. It was very hot out. It was beautiful there. Yeah. I've been to, I don't, I haven't been to far Rockaway. I've been
0: to Rockaway beach, but yeah, I, I talked about it and I think we did the top nine New York. It is, it is like Coney Island, but it's also not at all like Coney Island. No, you
1: know, it's, 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 it's less, it feels less touristy and it feels less like there's, there's less, uh, it's not a carnival. Not, yeah. There's no carnivals there. There's a, it's very interesting because there's a lot of. I was doing research afterwards. There's, there's some, there's a lot of low income housing and medium income housing like right on the beach. Yeah. And then like right next to it is uh, there's like condos that are like very fancy. Yeah. So it's very like there's no other place that I've really seen that has like beachfront property having low income housing. And I, and I read that like Robert Moses, who was a city planner, you brought up Robert Moses in the previous pod. He he his idea was to put low income housing there because he wanted to put the poor people outside of the views of of Manhattan, who wanted to get them on the skirts outskirts of the city.
0: Yeah, Ro- Robert Moses thing. was nuts. They actually want to take down. I think on somewhere on Long Island, there's the, the Robert Moses Beach, uh, which is like Jones Beach if you go further down. They yeah. want to read. There's a statue, I guess. You know, people want to take it down. He was nuts. Um, I'm actually gonna read now that I finished Infinite Jest that crazy book I'm gonna read the next one is the power broker which is also similarly crazy long but it's about it's a it's a biography of Robert Moses and oh, wow. it's kind of just about how he mass amassed all this power was never elected and just basically developed the city but was also this crazy racist guy uh, and the yeah. book was was the book was written in the 70s I believe so wow. I mean it talks about how like he built the cross Bronx expressway basically decimated neighborhoods made it kind of basically created a lot of like realities of the city today that are tough to overcome because of just the way he, he created neighborhoods. Um, so yeah, he, he, he built a lot of Long Island too. He was like, he basically developed a lot and a lot of the, well, we'll, we'll talk about him another episode. We could get in a real rabbit hole, but Rockaway beach is, I think I don't, I'm not, I'm not an authority sports authority, but yeah, I think the higher, like the beachfront stuff, I believe that's a kind of a more recent development also
1: interesting
0: I think as New Yorkers realize this more in, in particular New Yorkers say oh wow this is a beautiful beach then I think yeah. there's some some wealthier individuals who have had houses built or maybe like retirement I have heard of people retiring there um, and a lot of the stuff I mean it got you know sandy really um, yeah really no, affected I saw
1: that. yeah there was one one housing that got completely like decimated and I saw that they got rebuilt, but there's other other housing developments there that like still haven't come back from Sandy. Yeah, in Rockaway. Yeah, and pretty crazy. Sandy Koufax also. Nice, very nice. Um, Sandy from, from Greece. I was going to say that. What was her last name? Sandy Greece. D Sandra D. Wasn't that San- the Sandra name? D. Yeah. yeah, very nice. Sunny um, D. There you go. <laughs> Juno, she 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 chugged Sunny D in the opening scene. I don't remember. My other highlight uh, was just that my friend, I call him Phil, I'll call him Phil Jackson. He he just started listening to the pod. He's a new brazerback back, and it's been very funny, funny and fun, funny in for me. He like randomly texts me like about the pod. And he's like catching up, and, and he'll he went nuts about you having sushi for breakfast. He went nuts. I ran. I think I told the story about how I went to a fish concert, and it was it was with him. But apparently, I didn't mention him in the story on the podcast, and he was very upset about that. Um, all the random things. It's, it was just. It's been a highlight for me to like have see, see the pot through his eyes as he's like catching up. It's pretty fun. The Zen Master. <laughs> yeah, Bill <Joel> Jackson. <laughs> this guy loves a triangle.
0: Yeah, that's great. It's always good to have a new Brazer back on board, and it sounds like he's already running the offense. Yeah. Did you see? I actually, I didn't. Real. We should talk about this. There's some guy. Go- Do you know the person? There's someone who commented on our last clip, and I couldn't tell if it was a
1: joke or not. And I was that's like, I don't. Shit. Um. No, I don't know who that is.
0: Yeah, I was like that. I was like, if if that's one of your friends, I don't want to be mean. But I was also like, is this person just not in pot shape at all, or What they- I didn't understand it.
1: It could be one of my my TikTok fans. Who knows? Uh, no, nope, the person doesn't follow me the rusty pickle I have no idea who that is very
0: random yeah well shout out to the rusty pickle thanks for (laughs) listening I couldn't tell if if, it was that a joke or not so yeah online online communication get Andrew Dicey Clay I didn't want to come off as hostile but I also if it was a critical comment I didn't also want to be like it's all good
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's a very weird comment I didn't see that 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 one uh, I skipped over I guess it's important to be in pot shape always be in pot shape this episode, I'm, I'm definitely I'm earning my pot shit. I can tell Jesse's already working up a nice sweat. I got a lather, I got a lather. Let's let's keep it moving and grooving. We'll get into our. This is a, a fun top nine. It is. This is, a, this, is a, this is a crazy one. It is
0: a fun top nine. We're doing top nine songs from the 2010s. Wait, what? No, it's from <laughs> it's from the 2000s. But that's oh, a goodness. that's a throwback to a episode. One of our first episodes where yeah. If you didn't listen to that one, this is what they call in the biz an inside joke. Yeah, this is pod canon. Mike cannon. But if you're a uh Brazier back, then you would know that joke.
1: Right. You have another newfound appreciation for it. Newfound glory. Bingo. Nice one. Which is We're a group. doing our top nine favorite songs from 2000s. Uh, that's a group from? The 2000s. The 2000s. What, is, what would you say the over-under is that we have... One have it have any similar songs? What's the over under? I think one, I think I think we'll have at least one. We'll yeah,
0: see. You're gonna we have I I mean my music taste I wouldn't say it's whack Goldberg but it's definitely <laughs> it's
1: definitely QAB maybe okay I I f- I, I was I'm was trying to think of like what kind of music you might be into because I could see you being hip hop I could see you being I know you like some old songs. Uh, we'll see. I'm excited to hear. It. Yeah. Do you wanna go first?
0: Yeah, I, I will say also this was the by far the hardest list to make. I did probably ten different versions and then I just this morning I woke up and just made a new one. <laughs> so same. Same here. I feel it's like difficult. this could literally change by the hour. But this is this hour's top nine songs for me of the two thousands. I'm not saying these are the top nine songs of the two thousands. I think music is very personal and right. that is a beautiful thing about music. So, I got top nine songs from the 2000s. Number nine, I got Scotty Doesn't Know. Wow, great song. <laughs> from wow. from Eurotrip. I included, I was actually thinking of, really thinking of not including it, but I thought I had to include it because it is
1: very 2000s of a song. Definitely. That's a great, great call. Matt Damon singing the song in uh, Eurotrip. Euro and yeah. Eurotrip, I feel like,
0: I, was, I mean, we were 14 years old when it came out, it was a huge deal. I don't know about it in, in where where you were, but it was a big deal, huge, huge. huge deal. yeah, huge, huge deal. I Pretty watched rude. it and I thought I, I thought it was kind of dumb. Really? Yeah. I was like I was like I know I know it's the,
1: definitely dumb, but I, I thought it was like a, a good
0: dumb. I thought it was dumb dumb. Have you <laughs> like lollipop? I thought Have was, you re- <laughs> I thought it was a lollipop at a pediatrician's office. I mean, I love those dumb
1: dumbs. Have you rewatched it or only one dumb?
0: I watched dumb it, I, I must have been like 15 or 16, and I thought it was dumb then, so I could only imagine what I... So you haven't that. seen it
1: since? No. Wow, I've, re- I've re-watched it so many times. There's so many like amazing scenes. But it's interesting you say that, because I, I, the first time I saw Anchorman, the first time I watched it, I thought it was dumb. And then, I've like, since I've watched it, I've, I've grown to love it because of like, the different uh, things, but... I've never seen Anchorman. I'm not going to react to that. I won't, I won't. I won't be rattled. A non-reaction is a reaction.
0: <laughs> True. <laughs> but I. But despite movie not being my favorite, the song is incredible. Number one, extremely catchy. Number two, just Matt Damon. I didn't realize yeah. it was Matt Damon right away. Yeah. That was the beauty Great of cameo. that was the beauty of. I guess it was the inter- like, Some of my songs too. Also, there's this kind of magic of it was the internet, but it was it was kind of all fun and games, right? Sure. It was it was before the internet got serious and Excellent. if the internet existed as it did in 2004 you would you would know it was matt damon it would kind of ruin it for you but i had no idea and then i watched it and i was like that is who is that and then yeah. i realized it was, it was matt damon and yeah what a what a what a great combination of, of fun elements and a, and a and a song that is somehow very catchy you put Absolutely. it on you put it on people go nuts people get behind it Number eight, similarly, great song from the 2000s. I got You're Beautiful by James Blunt. Very nice. Wow. Another another classic. Another classic. I actually thought about putting it number one. <laughs> but then it dropped to eight real quick. Huh? It, it dropped to eight. This is how wild my list was. It's a one-hit. James Blunt, he's put out a bunch of songs, and I don't like saying musicians are one-hit wonders because I think it's a, a, real, a real insult to the craft of music. I think what gets popular is is so random. The music sure. industry seems terrible. I could only imagine yeah. being in it. And radio seems
1: very very rigged. It feels like it could be bought.
0: Yeah, the way the radio. And just like the way you have to clearly alter your music so for mass consumption. Yeah. If you want to be popular, you probably it seems like you have to create music that might not be artistically what you want to do. Right. Kind of like hack bits in comedy.
1: Right. But I think now with with streaming being more popular and like less people listening to the radio, that it's the number one hit isn't as important as the quality of work. I, I hope that's what I'm I'm, I'm hoping.
0: Yeah, the stri- I mean, forward. yeah, I don't know much about the music industry. It seems and the virus, obviously, but it seems like the key is live performance and streaming. Clearly, no one's making any money. You get like yeah, oh, I used to, a
1: thousandth of a cent per song. I used to get a virus from LimeWire. Corona? Did you Did you use LimeWire? I used Kazaa. Sam, he's a Kazaa,
0: LimeWire, Napster. I think after I, Kazaa, I was huge on Kazaa. I was like how how you are on TikTok. That was me on Kazaa. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I think I used LimeWire for just like a little bit, and then I just went to iTunes. Gotcha. And I would buy songs, but Sam definitely, yeah. And then and then Spotify came out, and, I, and this is what this is what I did also. Like I remember when I was in college, this guy on my floor had like I just like copied people's iTunes libraries. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So it I just, like, the best. I just like copied people's libraries. So I just had this vast library, but I d- yeah. didn't have the songs. But I guess you were able to copy the libraries. I don't know how that worked. But if someone else yeah. illegally downloaded songs, then I, I don't know.
1: But, yeah, you get the files somehow.
0: Yeah, but my library was, like, thousands of songs. And it was cool because I would always discover new songs within the library. And it felt like a collection. And that is one thing that really does suck about the streaming is there's no sense of ownership. And we were really on the tail end of that. I mean, even before, you know, generations before us, you had your, your record collections and your CD collections, and there's definitely something lost.
1: I, would, uh, I like making uh, on Spotify, I make a playlist. Like, I usually every summer make a playlist. I'll make, like, a, a workout playlist. Those, those It's not the same as the collection, obviously, but I, that kind of, like, is it reminds me of somewhat of a collection where you can, you can make a playlist and run through it, and you know those are songs are going to be good, get you in a certain mood.
0: I, I used to do that a lot. Now I really mostly do Pandora, uh, mm. but I do miss. It. And I, I feel like the playlist—it's like it's sort of ownership, but it's not because it's yeah, you're yeah, you're you're borrowing you're borrowing a book. It's not yours. You can download the book. Who's downloading books? You can download the, the playlist, and you'll and you'll have it on your on your phone. Not the same. Anyway. <laughs> I do think one of this kind of comes back to James Blunt because singles seem to be more important than they had been. Or, yeah. I, well, you were just talking about how body of work is more important, but maybe even ten years ago, singles because people aren't buying CDs. If you have a banger single, you'll and elevate the, to the top.
1: Yeah, and on the, if you get played on the radio. If you had a, if You got a banger.
0: Yeah, but I love "You're Beautiful." Uh, Kate thinks Thank it's you. one of the creepiest songs. She wow. she
1: banned it from our wedding. But wow. I love it. Interesting. It's yeah. not really a wedding song. I mean, unless it's, it's your, like, your first song dance, it's not really like a wedding song that you're going to play like everyone's in the dance floor jamming out to You're Beautiful.
0: Yeah. I mean, she thinks it's the creep, one of the creepiest songs ever. And, and that's your number eight. It is. But it's also restrained. Like I don't think he's actually, he's just talking about he saw someone beautiful and he doesn't know what to do because he'll never be with you. I think it's kind yeah. of a nice moment. It's it's taking like a moment in life, just like a, a snapshot, and expounding upon it into what it, kind of what it truly is, enhancing that moment. Everyone everyone has interact had some sort of interaction like that in their lives. Sure, hundred percent. Yeah. As someone's zooming out there. Someone's cruising. Ted Cruz. Nice, nice. All right. So my number seven is over and over. Nelly and Tim McGraw.
1: I don't know if I know that song.
0: You don't know it. All right, we're gonna have to do. I do not know this song. You never heard this song? No. Wow. I did not know that. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think duets are really what music is. It duets really enhance music. I was I was deciding between two songs on this one. I was thinking about over and over, obviously. And I was thinking about Picture, Sheryl uh, Crow and Kid Rock. That's a classic. That's an absolute and classic. And I just, there is something about, I just think it's the ultimate expression of music. Because music, you're really calling out, talking to someone, but there's no one to talk back. And then a Duet comes along and there is someone to talk back. Over and Over is also very, I feel like it's a fusion of two musical styles that I didn't know was possible in 2004 or whenever it came out. You know, you got Nelly, a rapper, you got Tim McGraw, a country musician. And it's a song that kind of blends a little bit of both and it works. Or I think it works. I just, I I remember that came out and I was like, this is really interesting and really cool. And it, it changes your perception of genre and stuff like that. And it was done in like this more mass consumption pop way. And it's sad. I'm a, I'm a, I, I come off like unaffected but when it comes to music I'm a sad boy
1: <laughs> I love that that's how you get in touch with your emotions that's right it pulls your strings speaking of Nelly it's it's getting hot in here nice very nice awesome okay my number nine A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton an absolute classic an absolute banger um iconic music video of her playing the piano in the back of the truck um, I also think of I think Hideki Matsui. One of his entrance, his walk-up songs was "A Thousand Miles." Which wow! Always, always made me laugh and was a classic Matsui. Yeah, just like I feel like it's, it never gets old. That's a the theme of, of all my songs. At least my list, they, all these songs to me never get old. I can play them over and over. That's a huge.
0: That's a huge one. I was I actually used to be able to play that hook on the piano. Really, and it was one of the first things I wanted to learn how to play. 'Cause it That's was cool. Funny. I so I tore my shoulder I might have talked about this on the pod, but I tore my shoulder in two thousand when I playing Batman. I got I got the surgery in uh summer of two thousand nine and I couldn't do a lot of things, so I just learned some piano. And the songs I learned were That Hook and then I learned What's My Age Again by Blink-182, and I learned <laughs> All You Wanted by Michelle Branch. And I just th- wrote. I could still play All You Wanted. And I could probably if I like sat I could probably play um a thousand miles but yeah great song i'm glad you included it, it i'm surprised. i i kind of thought you might you
1: might include it on your list i
0: I had, you I had thought about it but ultimately it didn't it didn't pull on my strings as much as nelly and tim mcgraw
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's fair that's stern but it's fair yeah absolute classic um okay number eight is let's get started aka let's get retarded by the black eyed peas my first concert ever was Black Eyed Peas. I think I went to it sophomore or junior year of high school. I'm not positive. But it was my first concert, uh, like unbelievable concert. I remember leaving there being like, that was the best thing ever. I don't know how any kind of experience we ever topped that. It was so much fun. I still, I love Black Eyed Peas. I, I think that Let's Get It Started is now used, or it was used a lot in the NBA is for like warm-up songs and like the, the song they played before the tip-off um and also it was ahead of its time getting they they changed the word retarded to started that's very progressive of black eyed peas or maybe they had to do that because of backlash i don't remember but great song absolute banger gets you pumped up good workout song too
0: yeah i'm not i'm not a black eyed peas fan wow i don't you don't like fergie i like I well, that's the thing i like fergie i like well i am I just don't know. The if, other guys? I like, I like. yeah, they're, they're clearly, it's all like good musicians. That's what's, what's weird about it. It's all good musicians, but there's something about, like, I don't know. I feel like, uh was it? I Got a Feeling. That's a huge one. That's, and not, that's not Boom my Boom Pow. Yeah. Boom Boom Pow soul is my favorite. I like Boom Boom Pow just because of the references you can make with Boom Boom Pow.
1: It's very boom, referenced. Boom Boom
0: Pow is unbelievable. It's okay. It's like I it. do like how you're so 2000 and late. I do love that. Sometimes I say uh, that in my head. Yeah, but it just—it just, it just maybe that's what I'm talking about. It just feels—it feels like in the same way a boy band. It's like, all right, let's put these talented musicians together to make money. I don't know, and maybe that's an f- unfair read of the Black no, Eyed Peas. A, but that's fair. I mean, they're not a band anymore, right? I mean, Fergie went on to have her own thing. Well, I am went on to have his own yeah. thing. I feel like. Maybe you need so, to it's, – it's, it, you know what it might be like? It might be like a comedian having a sitcom, but their best stuff is still the stand-up. I don't know. They're, they're, I, never, I never totally bought into the Black Eyed Peas. All right. Where is the Love well, you, I thought was a good song. Absolutely. But then why. they also brought in, the They brought chance. in Justin Timberlake to do the hook. Love Timberlake. and you Timberlake. You're, you're,
1: you're showing you're showing your cards a little bit. Timber, so you're saying you're, you don't got any boy bands in your list.
0: I don't have any boy bands. I do oh, love okay. boy bands, but boy bands to me are more two thousand, not two thousands. They're nineties to two thousand. So I feel like
1: boy bands are more late nineties. All right, but I have I have I don't want to reveal my cards, but I have a I have a boy band song that came out in two thousand one. Okay, coming up. <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> Either. This this also might be an unfair
0: read of Justin Timberlake, but he also reminds, and I don't know him. I never met him. I don't know. I've never heard anything bad about him. But I know him. I can tell you about him. But he reminds me of a comic who's talented, but plays the game to the point where it's like, are you, it doesn't feel genuine. I don't know. Was he the most talented of the NSYNC musicians? I'm not sure. Is he? You're JC
1: Shazey guy? I'm Maybe a Lance Bass. Man?
0: Wow, got us, got us, got us the lances.
1: Classic Lance bass. Yeah, but wow. there's
0: something about it. Feels almost like I'm getting all over the place, but it almost feels like how Pete Buttigieg, like, calculatedly laddered up to running for. You know what I mean? It, there's, there's some sort of
1: soullessness sure. no, there. I get it, but as I've seen him live in concert, Justin Timberlake, and it's he's just an unbelievable. I'm, I'm sure at a certain point, his his talent. Uh, yeah he he, he has he's, the talent and he also has like the, the the business side the career climbing side which i i get he but is I guess gotta kind of have both to be so good he is very
0: talented and i do feel like i'm like just like one of those shitty people who criticizes successful people but i don't know there's something about it also anyone who wears those types of hats it's like i can't totally trust you <laughs> <laughs> that's fair
1: that, that's fair um, he 's gone through many different looks many different phases just Timberlake I know so it 's like who are you he 's trying to find out himself he's he 's been evolving he 's like forty years old still hot Yeah. he's pretty hot i do I, I, that is his best song by far we 'll see about that i got I got him on my list also <laughs> all right my number seven is bombs over Baghdad by Outkast another uh absolute banger another hype song reminds me of summer camp um with it's just, just every time it comes on going absolutely absolutely nuts uh outcast is i feel like is a very underrated ba- underrated hip hop band i wish they stayed together um yeah bombs over Baghdad bob
0: yeah um outcast very solid i never really like i feel like a lot of people are very very into outcast i'm like very talented obviously but just never really got super deep I have seen Andre three thousand though. I think he lives somewhere near, near the Lantern. I've seen him. I've, I've heard him. He,
1: he walks around. Yeah, the West a,
0: a, a lot of people have seen him, kind of around Bleecker Street area, which is yeah. which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, but I, I all I can say is I respect the choice, but I don't have much commentary. That's fair. That's fair. I appreciate the honesty. I'm just I'm just staying tuned for your uh, boy band song.
1: That's
0: my number six. That's your number six. My number six. I don't know if I can hold. Do you think we should we should break precedent here and you do your number six? Because sure. I'm just itching
1: to hear it. If you can't hold, this one might be. Uh, this one's very relevant. It is "Liquid Dreams" by O Town. Um, I this I've been playing it all day because I kind of forgot how good it was. I'm a big big O Town fan. O Town was the first band formed uh, on MTV's Making the Band TV show they had like one album and that was it. Um, Liquid Dreams absolute banger it's just I I remember like just being so like in love with those guys and like the making the band you were able to like see them come together you feel like you were part of the band. I feel like I'm part of Boat Town. I had no idea what Liquid Dreams meant. Like I I, I, I was, it came out in 2001 so I was pretty naive to that, but now I know what it means and it makes me love it even more. <laughs>
0: It's uh do you think that song is Ashley Parker Angelic?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I don't
0: think I know that song. I think the only song I know from O Town is All or Nothing. All oh, or Nothing's an absolute classic.
1: You don't know Liquid Dreams? I don't think you so. Gotta, you gotta know Liquid Dreams. If I play it, it's only gonna play in my my headphones. But I'll try it. I'll try it right now. Some We got some <laughs> Do you know it? <laughs> Have you heard of it? Uh I just played 5 seconds and I didn't recognize it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's an absolute classic. Absolute classic, Liquid Dreams. All
0: right. People people know it. I'll go. So I'm going to do number 6. Number 6, I got hands down by Dashboard Confessional. Ultimate emo song. It's like emo of emo. Uh wow. You know, I'm uh I put on a hard shell, but when it comes to music from the 2000s, I'm a, a big emo boy.
1: This is very revealing. This list. This is this is showing your your emotional side. That's like right. It. That's
0: right. I channel all my emotions through sort of. So, dashboard professional. I believe Chris Caraba, not of Caraba's Italian restaurant. But when I first found that out, I was real excited. Wow, ties in a lot. I was like, is this the uh, proprietor of Pasta Brian? <laughs> but uh, I believe he's from Florida. But emo, this like you know like emo two thousands emo music really. Um, there's a lot of bands from Long Island that became successful, popular emo bands, probably the most, uh, taking back Sunday, brand new, um, a bunch of them are from Long Island. Uh, and I don't know what it was, maybe something in the water, maybe something on the Northern state, maybe something on Jericho Turnpike, but it, uh, it, it gets me. And it's real. It's real. Like it's like it's like I'm so sad, and I have so many problems. But also, I don't really have any actual problems. I feel like that's what emo music is. That's funny. Yeah, and it, I really, you know, I identified with that.
1: Yeah, I, similar to your commentary on Outcast, I don't really, I don't really know much about Dashboard Confessions. Besides, I know I've heard of the name, but I don't think I can name one of their songs. Hands
0: down, you can't name any of them. Hands down, I can't. My hands are up.
1: All right. Uh, this, is, this is why this, these lists are beautiful. We're, we're learning a lot about each other.
0: By James Blunt, <laughs> this is you're beautiful. All right, you're beautiful N- Number five, you will know it is Bedrock by. Wow. So it's Young Money is the right. It's, it's always by Young yeah. Money, but it's a bunch of people. It's Lloyd. It's Lil Wayne. It's Nicki Minaj. It's Drake. It's Tyga, um, and I just love uh. the. Number one, I love the 2000s, and they're obviously before the 2000s, after the 2000s, but the 2000s, I feel like, was this sort of zenith of these, like, a lot of times DJ Khaled putting them together, but these, like, collaboration, you know, songs, everyone has a yeah. verse, and they try to really, like, you know, dominate dur- during the verse, and the song together, it works, but it also showcases individuals, um, yeah. and I love that. Bedrock, I think, was my favorite. It, it is barely a 2000s song. It came out in the fall of 2009. so it just makes the cut but I think I like I wanted to include it because number one I wanted to include this type of song like there's so many of them Um, I think this this was certainly probably my favorite one Uh, but it represents a sort of cockiness that I think I left the 2000s with so when I we left the (laughs) 2000s 19 years old in college I was like drinking 15 drinks a night no you know like going nuts cocky uh, and this song, I feel like encapsulates that in a way. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it also is a it's, absolute classic. And it's also a bunch of artists who were about to shoot up. So you got Drake and you got Nicki Minaj at that time in 2009. They were, you know, they they were just coming on the scene, and then they become in the subsequent years they become huge. Sure. And not that that mirrored my trajectory at any point but I feel like when you were 19 that's how you feel sure absolutely you're like I'm the biggest deal and everyone needs to know it yeah and I then still and then you, about I, you oh, I thought that until I was like 23 maybe and I was like oh shit what, I was like
1: <laughs> what, have, what have I done <laughs> I'm impressed that you they got that song I was actually I'm a big Drake fan I was trying to find a Drake song that I could put on this list but he he, he you're right, like that's kinda like right he was right on the cusp of like coming out. And most of his songs in the two thousands were just like on those kind of songs collaborations.
0: Yeah. I think maybe best I ever had was two thousand nine. But gotcha, I yeah. mean pretty much all his songs, like what is first or second out, like basically all his mainstream music is two thousand ten and later. Yeah. Yeah. Drake, I'm not a huge Drake fan, but I think that's a me problem. I think he's a, a talented musician.
1: Yeah, he's half true.
0: Yeah, but listen. Just because someone's Jewish doesn't mean you have to like them. No, I mean, it makes me. You're Jewish. I, I love.
1: I love Jewish rappers. I've got a big fiend for Jewish rappers. I'll.
0: I guess I'll re, repeat what I said. Just because someone's Jewish doesn't mean I have to like them. <laughs> wait, wait. You don't like me? Do you? Do you like me? All right. You don't like me. Uh, number. I'm going to do actually a switch right now. I'm oh, going to switch no, my. Switch. I'm going to flip flop. Two thousand four John Kerry, my oh, geez, Louise. my three and four. Number four, I now have How You Remind Me by Nickelback. Oh my god. Just a, wow. a straight banger. Oh. You could everyone could pretend they don't like this song, but <laughs> it is it is a banger. I was at this in college, I remember. Uh, I'll never forget this. I was at a bar trivia and it was like the music round, and they played, you know, a few seconds of a song, and then You had to guess what it was, and they played this, and then for like twenty seconds after, everyone just like it stopped, and everyone just kept singing the song because that's what the song is. Everyone acts like everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. Everyone
1: acts like they're above it. I agree. I I, I think it's a great song. Nickelback is overall great, fantastic. I wouldn't put them on my list, but they they become a punching bag. I feel like in culture, people hating on them because they're easy to hate on. They're easy to make fun of. Like they're their go-to punchline of like, oh, you like Nickelback, but they have bangers. They're undeniable. They're undeniable. They actually, I think, that Imagine
0: Dragons is the 2010s Nickelback.
1: That's a good comparison. I like that.
0: They're very popular. I think Nickelback is better than Imagine, but who knows? Maybe longevity will will prove otherwise. But they're both very popular, and their fandom is is nebulous. You might say. Sure. I like Imagine
1: Dragons. I think they have classics. They're, good. They're very talented. The guy, the lead singer, he's like he's too shrill. It's pretty intense. Shrill is also a good show by Eddie Bryant on Hulu.
0: Yeah, is it good? It's a book, it actually, good. first.
1: Nice. Good. I haven't read the book, but good, good show. Is the show good? It is. <laughs> it is. All right. Uh, that was my number four. Sweet Sauce. Well, we know my number six is Liquid Dreams by O-Town. Um, my number five Lance is not gonna like this one what goes around comes around Justin Ugh. Timberlake this one's coming all the way around. I had to pick Justin Timberlake song I'm a big Timberlake fan this one it just it just does not get old you can't overplay it it's emotional but it's also a banger I can, I can play this like at a workout I can play this with the lights off with crying um, it, it shows Timberlake's talent it's 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 pop but it's also it's got like a it's got like a beat to it the music video is awesome um i would say it's probably my number one timberlake song what goes around comes around 2006 it came out it's lazy writing oh my god
0: jesse just just pushed back in his chair and came back proving what goes around comes around but lazy writing he gets to the chorus, he gets to the chorus, he's building up the song, and there's a chorus, and he's like, Alright, I gotta fill this chorus with a bunch of different sentences, what do I do? Oh, what if I said what goes around, what goes around, what
1: goes around three to therefore? I don't have to do any writing. Is he is he wrong? Is he is what does what goes around not come around? Yeah, but he's having three
0: things go around and only one of them is coming all the way back around.
1: What if you're on a a merry go round and you're going and you're going around three times? It's a 3 to 1 ratio and it doesn't compute. Well, I don't want my songs to compute. I want them to be abstract and have to, and for the meaning to not always uh have to be binary. All right. <laughs> okay. My number 4 is an absolute classic Stronger by Kanye West. Um Another song all, I'll say it again Another song that Just does not get old The beat is Iconic I've watched the music video Of how Kanye like Made the beat It took him like It took him a long time To make this beat He really like Retooled it He like perfected it It's a great Sports song uh, Remember I think the Giants Used it as their like Super Bowl Coming out song It came out in 2007 um, And it's probably My favorite Kanye West song Yeah Stronger. I actually thought about including it, and I did not. But it was
0: close. Wow. It was a, wow. It was kind of like a, It was a last four out. It was a bubble team, gotcha. and it didn't make it for me. But yeah, good song. Definitely one of my favorite Kanye songs. Um, a little personal history about Stronger is: uh, Did you have a candle lighting ceremony during your bar mitzvah? Sure did. So for my sister's bar mitzvah, my song for my candle was Stronger.
1: That's classic. You you obviously picked that. I didn't pick it. My mom picked it. That's funny. Yeah, funny story about candle lighting songs. So I like I. We should explain. We should explain the candle lighting oh, yeah, to, yeah. to the Brazerbacks who who might not be in the know. At your bar mitzvah during like the the party portion of the bar mitzvah, the bar mitzvah boy or girl um, lights thirteen candles on a, on the cake, and each candle is like dedicated to somebody, to someone close to them. Or like a family member, a friend, something close. So at my candle lighting, I had um, like, I had like a, one candle dedicated to all my friends, like my my, my, my yeah. guys. Yeah. And then I had a, a candle dedicated to my uh, babysitter growing up. And uh, the song for my friends was Bad Boys for Life, P. Diddy. And I guess the DJ mixed it up and he brought up my babysitter to Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> so this is just a classic mix-up. Nice. What was the Babysitter song supposed to be? Do you remember? I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Dee Dee was her name, but I don't, I don't remember the song. I just remember her coming up to like Bad Boys for Life and it was hilarious. Nice. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's number four.
0: Um, cool. Uh, my number three is uh, the official name of the song is Dragos. Dinte, but it is more commonly known as the song.
1: Oh, wow! <laughs> Just a nice.
0: a straight banger by a <laughs> I believe they're Moldovan. Ozone is uh, is the band, and I believe they're Moldovan. It's in Romanian. That's what the song is in, and made most popular by. I don't remember the guy. I researched this before, but Gary something, he's from New Jersey, made the classic Numa Numa video. That's hilarious. Which I'm sure you've seen.
1: I I think... Not in a long time. He's like this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing the... (laughs) if, If
0: you have never seen this video, search just Numa Numa dance. And it is just pure, unadulterated fun. Number one, the song's a banger. And then what really makes it is this video where you know the song I'm sure was popular maybe in Eastern Europe but then it gets this kind of mainstream success through this viral one of the first real viral videos and it's just this guy on a webcam and it's one of the first videos of this type but he's just like dancing his heart out to this song and like lip passion. syncing passion. passion you could really feel it it is unbelievable and passion it, yeah passion pit and it just it just is it reminds me of a, 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 when the internet was fun <laughs> It was just That's fun, just true. pure fun and games. It was that. It was that end yeah. of the world video on Ebaum's World. It was oh man, Badger Badger world Mushroom. World. Wow, absolute classics. And uh, it was AIM chat rooms. You
1: know, you were heard... so when there there weren't online trolls. I mean, there wasn't like like comment boards with people like always just finding the negatives and hating them. The news people wasn't
0: the the, videos. The news wasn't yet exploiting the internet. Right. And you were on AI-AIM. I called it AIM, but I guess other people called it AIM. We called it AIM. I called it AIM. AIM yeah. I love being on seven different windows at once, talking about other people while they were on a different window, trying not oh, yeah. to mess up the windows. Oh, yeah. Windows
1: 95. Huh. By the way, I don't know why this just came to me. I just messed up my babysitter's name. Her name is Beth Ann, not Dee. Just shout out to Beth Ann. Who's Dee? I don't know. I don't know. I said Dee for some reason. Dede, was that from
0: some song? From not some song, some show.
1: I think the heat's getting to me. I think I'm losing. I think I'm getting did
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Jesse's having a
1: hard time in his Eddie house with the heat. But I'm staying in the kitchen. I'm not the heat. I I I can stand the heat, and I'm staying in the kitchen. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's getting
0: nuts. All right, number two, I got this is a cover, but it was from a concert in 2007 and it's very popular now. um, Free Fallen by John Mayer. The John Mayer's Ah. cover of Free Fallen. So John Mayer taught, we're talking a bit about musicians. He is someone who I think has as perfect as you can manage musical talent with mainstream success. I think he is unbelievably talented and he's popular, but I don't think he he. I've read some things about him where he said basically he made his first few albums like purposely so they'd get mainstream success. Wow. I mean, he had, he clearly was a you know for a while kind of this cocky guy. Yeah, Mark um, getting all of the A-list women yeah. celebrities. But I would he's say,
1: very he's very very talented.
0: Yes, and I've really wanted to see you know him and Chappelle do like music comedy shows. Yeah, that's
1: like the ultimate thing I would love to see. That'd be amazing. I saw him perform with uh danko he's very he was, he was awesome
0: yeah uh I think him as a as an artist I think he has like the career like he he just managed he managed the i think the commercial trappings very well he clearly it seems like he's musically he's done mostly what he wants to do which i think is probably yeah. very hard it's actually what I thought of a lot when i you you did you watch the Star is born no all right Well, (laughs) (laughs) then this doesn't matter. Have you seen Anchorman? No. Have you seen Finding Dory? No.
1: Me neither. Nice. Something we can agree on.
0: Yeah. I'll never see it. No, I might see it. I would say, I want to see Star is Born. You should see it. But I'm not going to tell you to see it to the point where you won't see it. Appreciate that. Yeah. But uh, that cover... That, so I wanted to include a John Mayer song because I think talking about someone who has a wealth of just very good songs. That I think is my—I don't know if it's my favorite or not. Uh, actually, our uh, as you remember at Caden uh, my his wedding, sure um, dude. can't forget it. Our first dance song was XO John Mayer's cover of XO. Wow, By great Beyonce, great, yeah, great choice. Yeah, um, did did you have a DJ or band? We had a band. But yes. in retrospect, so this was how the dance stuff went. Um, I initially didn't want the band to do the song, to sing the song, because it felt like it was this like guy who was like, you know, these band you know how these band leaders are they are like?" They're not. They're not. This, he was, this guy was fine, but like you know,
1: like I was like, I don't want this guy singing this song. You're gonna tell the band like, you guys can play all night, but when it comes to this song, I want you guys to, to just play, play the record. Yeah. I, they, they didn't. They didn't do that, right?
0: No, they they did. Because they, I guess I guess because I guess people do that a lot, and I guess it's not uncommon. And then when we did it, I was like, oh, this was dumb. We should have had them do it. But yeah. I also don't regret that because my mom also wanted hers to be like the actual song. And then Kate and her dad did this like they actually did it. Like we didn't do any sort of that it was like kind of the, it was kind of the highlight. Like like that aspect, the the highlight of it was um Kate's dance with her dad. Like that was very important. So right. they sang the song and they did like this really well done dance. And I think because we just did recordings, it actually ended up enhancing that. So I'm actually glad we ah, did that. Because it was gotcha, like, you gotcha. know, the whole spotlight was, was us, Kate and I. Yeah. But this actually turned the spotlight onto to Kate and her dad. And I think that was... As it, ended, was it, it ended up being nice. But in terms of just the just the um, our dance in general, it definitely would have been better to have them sing it. It changes the vibe up. It does. When,
1: you, when, you, when the band is not playing it.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, but anyway, John Mayer, great. Uh, and then number one, I got, do you know, uh, you might know this song or you might not. It's called Alive with the Glory of Love by Say Anything. No, I definitely You don't know, know Say Anything? I know Say Anything. I don't know that song. Okay. It's probably their most popular song, but the story of the song, I think, is kind of not, it's like, it's like messed up, but it's also beautiful. And I think that's what music is. So the story is inspired Max uh, the, the lead singer, is inspired by his grandparents, survived the Holocaust, and it's basically like a love song about two people like in concentration camps. Wow, like you know, basically, yeah, <laughs> you know, do, doing stuff, doing stuff and, and uh, being in love, despite you know the most horrible thing imaginable happening around them and uh i think that is a it's like you can't encapsulate that it's you almost can't encapsulate that in anything and make it at all uplifting or acceptable other than through music sure absolutely and i think it's like it's insane that like someone was like i want to write this like love song about two people in concentration camps that's insane and then the fact that i feel like i mean it's a popular it's pretty popular song it's well done um and it isn't like it's great it's his like personal family story and to say anything they they have a bunch of different bangers they're like an emo e- they're pretty emo 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 jason so yeah. i feel
1: like i've definitely heard of sandin
0: yeah i feel that like i've heard of wow i can get sexual yeah shit. yeah yeah that's like about yeah. like a uh, phone sex thing all there's a lot of their initial songs are like pretty merging of like uh, vulgarity but also like music I don't know, right. it's, it's like I don't know it's like this interesting thing that, that they did initially that's um, so what music can do yeah you can
1: you can, can teeter the line with music talk about any kind of subject and just, if it's catchy and if it sounds cool yeah because I, I, I feel like growing up until like after college I would kind of just like listen to music for the beats and like how it like just like the, the vibe of it and only until like I don't know not not a while ago I would I, I sort of listening to lyrics and like it just adds, obviously, a whole, a whole other layer to it when there's, like, a story meaning behind it. Yeah. And it's very rare to have both of, like, a banger and also, like, great lyrics and great, like, meaning behind it. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And those are the best songs. Because like, yeah. they're, like, initially the beats, like, oh, this is this is solid. And then you're, like, oh, the, there's actually a, uh, an emotionally weighted message behind it.
1: Yeah. That's why I think Liquid Dreams has, like, just an incredibly <laughs> incredible depth to it. That's right. Yeah. Um, all right, that was a great list. My number three is Lose Yourself by Eminem. Just an, an iconic pump-up song uh, coming out of 8 Mile, the movie. Um, another song you can play it over and over and over, gets you jacked up. I don't think there's any other song for me personally that gets me more pumped and can get me into the zone and, like, elevates my mood. Um, yeah, Lose Yourself. And, and just Eminem's, like pure, like, in his prime, like, anger, but also, like, just, like, his, his, uh, just knowing his talent, and, like, the lyrics are awesome. Love it.
0: Yeah, so I I didn't see 8 Mile until, like, maybe, like, 10 years after it came out, and the whole, it's like, is it even in the movie?
1: Yeah, I think it's in a montage.
0: Yeah, so I remember, I was like, am I watching, I, I think I watched it on Netflix or something, but I remember watching it, and I was like, they have the beat in the background, but the song never actually happens. And the I was song like, "Song might not actually have
1: Right? Yeah, I was it like, might be like, the background."
0: I was like, "I thought that was this was the whole thing."
1: <laughs> so you watched the movie just for the song, pretty much.
0: Well, no, but I was like, "It's like where where is it?" You know, it's like when um, you're watching something for something specific, right? And it wasn't there, and
1: it, yeah. it, it 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 was weird, but yeah, the song's great, fantastic song. My number two is. Public service announcement by Jay-Z. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hov. Uh, an absolute banger. Reminds me of Summer Camp also. This is my go-to song if, like, for some reason at a stand-up show, they ask you for if you want a, like a walk-up song. Whenever I perform at Mohegan Sun, this is the song that I, I, I had them play when I come on stage. Um, just, just phenomenal. Nostalgia. Jay-Z is my personal favorite rapper of all time the The Black album is my favorite album. I feel like I've listened to that. I know every word of every song on that album. It was the first album I feel like I listened to, like like inside and out. Um, it was Derek Jeter's walk up song, public service announcement. At one point, just love it. Can't can't get enough of it. I liked Matsui's walk up song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a thousand miles is fantastic. Uh, yeah, that that's solid.
0: The I I wish that I had. Like, when I was talking about my songs, I was like, I wish I wrote something to to say. I feel like your emotional connection you just explained was very strong and nice. I appreciate it. And I was just trying to go – I was trying to go freestyle and – No, it's all good. I can't
1: – I can't. <laughs> you, I think you did. <laughs> now the heat's getting to you. It is. It's pretty hot in here as well. <laughs> no, it's great. Musical – I think you're – you Explain your your song. What I was what way. I was
0: gonna say. I don't like walk up and entrance music.
1: What you don't like b- batters walking up songs? That's my like one of my favorite parts of going to a baseball game is seeing which songs each player has.
0: I think you it don't sh- like that. I think it should be like organ music.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh my
0: god! It puts it too puts too much pressure. Whenever someone is like, "What do you want?" in a comedy show, what do you, I I hate it. I'm like I don't know what you expect it it like and it depends on so many different factors for the show and yeah you could just be like this is me but as I said mu- music is so temporal and so situational that I don't like to I, I don't I don't I don't like it I don't like the entrance I think I think, it, I think
1: it, for yeah for for a comedy show I agree like I only if, if everyone's getting a song I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna pick a song. And like it is weird. Like sometimes people pick funny songs, but I, I like this song because it gets me personally amped up. Public service announcement. So that's why I pick. I don't pick it for. I pick it for selfish reasons. But for like, for baseball players, I feel like it's like it's it's awesome. You get to see their personality. So like some people pick funny songs. Some people pick pop up songs. Yeah, not for me. That's fair. <laughs> My number one. It's an absolute banger. It is the Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cudi. Um, it's just it's it's an emotional song. It it reminds me of so many different moments in my life of playing it in the back of like being in the back of a car. Um, reminds me of high school. Reminds me of being with my friends. Um, and also, I don't know if you watched uh, Pete David's Pete Davidson's movie King of Staten Island. It's like the theme song of that movie I think he's like good friends with Kid Cudi. I was going to say um, that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big Kid Cudi fan, and I think that's his best song. And it's, my, it's definitely one of my favorite songs of all time and my favorite song of the
0: 2000s. Yeah, I like that song a lot. I, yeah. for some reason, thought you might you might include it. I don't know why. I just had a, a premonition.
1: I'm a big Kid Cudi guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, did you see The King of South Island? I did. Did you like it? I liked it? it. You liked it? I liked it. I, uh... I liked it overall. I wanted it to be a little bit funnier, but I thought Pete Davidson was was surprisingly good in it, and uh, wasn't a typical Judd Apatow movie to me. Like, it, if I didn't know Judd Apatow directed, I wouldn't have thought he he did that. But I enjoyed it. It was it was easy to watch. How was uh, Burt? Bill Burr was awesome. Bill Burr was great. He was one of the best parts of it. He was fantastic. Great mustache, also.
0: Yeah, I saw his mustache. Um. Yeah, that I don't I don't know what to say. It's like it's nice. That's a good choice. That's a good song. I don't I don't like it as much as you do, but I respect it. <laughs> I appreciate it. I don't I have strong it. thoughts yes. like on Justin Timberlake. That's fair. That's fair.
1: This is a great list. We learned a lot about each other on these lists. We
0: did. We have different music tastes, which I kind of knew,
1: but I yes. also really
0: my music taste does really vary. Uh, Lord varies. It's yes. like a Game of Thrones guy, right? Yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah, um, yeah. Really, Lord varies based on so many different factors.
1: Of course. All right. You got any ads?
0: Nah, just because we got a time crunch, so we yeah, gotta nope. cut the ads. I got no
1: ads. Shout out to Crunch Jim. Who's that? The Jim Crunch. Crunch Jim? You said time crunch. Oh man, it's hot. Who's, who's Jim? Jim Morrison. Morrissey. Mor Morrissey. I think
0: he's like, he came under fire. He's like, uh, like supports like, uh, politically, like far right British people. I don't know. I like his music though. (laughs) Good music. Is that a joke? I don't know, but is this a joke? (laughs) I was with my family over the weekend and it is Saturday morning. I go out and get bagels. Good bagels, real strong bagels. I actually had, I had two of them. I had an everything plain, like an everything with nothing on it, and a plain bagel with cream cheese. I switched it up. Double bagel. Oh, double bagel. But, yeah. Wow. Good for you. I was hungry, and you got to go double bagel when there's fresh bagels. Like when there's so many bagels at your
1: disposal. Sure. I mean, I, I can agree with the having a one plain, nothing on it, then a cream cheese. That's good. That's I like that.
0: Yeah, I did think about your um, like different top and bottom, and I yeah. I couldn't I couldn't handle it. It was too much for me. Oh my god. It was like too much. Yeah, it felt like it felt like some people how they can't handle real. They could only handle like moderate roller coasters. Sure. I was like, this seems like it's got a
1: few loops. <laughs> You're more of an up and down guy.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. so, the bagels, I, I bring the bagels back. My sister and mom are making their bagels and the bagels are a half an hour removed from the bagel mm-hmm. store. And what do they both do? They cut up Toast. their bagels and they put it in the toaster.
1: Were they warm still? No. But they were oh, fresh. Okay. I, I, uh... I don't have a problem with that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a disgrace. I, don't, I, don't, I told them I told them I was going to talk about this on the pod right away. And then I told my brother, and we were talking about like something else later. And then I was like, at, at dinner, I was like, you won't believe what these two did. And they're like, what did we do? And then I, <laughs> I said this. And then my sister was like, you know, this is now going to be public information. And I, I was like, I don't have, I could not name you if you don't want. And she's like, no, it's fine. But it's just an egregious move, I think.
1: I don't know if the bagels aren't warm, I feel like it's fine to toast them. They they want a they want a warm bagel. It could be it's fine if they're fresh. But but if I don't know what kind of toppings they're putting on it, but say they're putting on butter, it's not going to melt unless it's not warm. It's sacrilegious. Wow. It's Absolutely. the th- the problem with toasting a bagel is
0: that it changes the taste of the bagel. And the best aspect of the bagel is its freshness. So your the freshness you're making the freshness um like it makes it uh, inviolable. I don't know why I can't speak. I guess it is really hot, <laughs> but it just like the, the freshness is no longer valid once you toast it. Right.
1: I don't know. I I I think it, I agree. You shouldn't toast a warm bagel, but if it's if it's not warm anymore, throw it in the toaster. Why it not? was. It was. it Was it a joke? I wish it was a joke. It was not a joke. <laughs> wow. Well, my was it a, was that a joke? Was I don't know if you saw on Phil Duckett's Instagram, he. Took a video of a fully naked woman walking down the street in New York City. Uh, I think it was like near the lantern. Just a, a butt naked woman by herself, just walking casually down the street in Manhattan.
0: Yeah, I did see that. I thought it was. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like uh, some sort of like doll or prank or something. I so
1: did I. Yeah, but I don't think it was. I think. I think because the way he he recorded it, it was very like secretive. Like he like didn't like pan. He kept the, the camera still, and there I could hear someone in the background being like yelling, like "There's a naked woman like walking." It was uh, I don't think it was a joke. It, it looked like a joke, but it wasn't a joke. I guess
0: that's New York for you. That's probably Crazy. that's probably the hundredth craziest thing that happened
1: that day in New York, probably. But I've I would I just I would love to know what inspired her to do that. What I, I hope she's not like mentally ill, but. Um, very, very crazy move. I would say uh, that's more bold of a move than toasting your bagel. <laughs> I like that you said that. <laughs> toasting your bagel? Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. Because uh, it sounded like it was like a euphemism, <laughs> but it was just toasting a bagel. <laughs> 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 that was nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I So I'm try- I'm actually working on a bunch of new jokes for when we do these, hopefully, outside shows soon. I'm, like, very excited. Uh, But one joke, what do you think of this? It's going to be a whole joke about giving tours, like, during this, and how it's just, I'm not looking forward to it. Um, Sure. But one of it is, like, every tour I have a bathroom break, and usually we stop at Starbucks, but now I'm going to be like, just, here's 10th and Broadway, just, here's go on the sidewalk. That's funny. And it'll be like, It'll be like the the twentieth most ridiculous thing that happens that no one's going to care. <laughs> Just go there. Just yeah, take for a dump for, on the sidewalk. Yeah, for a bathroom stop is this nice street corner, 10th and Broadway. Just yeah, go exactly. and come back.
1: Just provide your own toilet paper, B Y O T P.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, going to be like old village voice uh, papers from the newspaper <laughs> stuff. Wow, village
1: voice, beautiful. So um, we're yeah, all we're all yeah, toasting our yeah. bagels. Everyone's toasting. We're getting toasted up. Uh, we're getting the Q- Q- a- back? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> QAB. Uh, we're uh, okay. So
0: my QAB is. Have you ever speaking of naked? Have you ever had naked juice?
1: No, I don't think so. You, have you ever seen it? Is naked juice like the thick? Let me see, I can't. I can't think right. Now. Yeah, they're like naked a juice, juice slash a shake. Oh, I've had these. Of course, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, they're QAB because. They have been – you look at that and you're like, this is a healthy drink, right? Yeah.
1: They're not good for you, right? They're like too sugary?
0: Yeah. They have as much sugar as a Mountain Dew. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. But they have – I believe that's what it is. They just like market it in a way where it's like – it's just misleading. And I've known this for years. I've, I remember I would have them sometimes in like college or like – yeah. And then at one point someone was like, those aren't that good for you. And then I was that's all I needed to hear, because they're also like crazy expensive. So I was like, oh, these are crazy expensive and they're not good for you. Why would I ever have one? And then my mom got them not knowing that they're bad for you. And my sister was like, you know, these aren't she's not she was just like, these aren't as good as they say. And I was like, Oh, I had no idea. And it's like, how would you know? They look they're marketed like they're the the healthiest thing on earth. And they're they're fruit smoothies. And they're expensive, so it's like, yeah, these gotta be good. And it's crazy to me that they've they've gotten
1: away with it. Yeah, I haven't seen those in a long time. I definitely had those in college. Also, I remember having the strawberry banana, and they're, and they're definitely like I remember thinking they were too good to be true. Yeah, and they are,
0: and, and they're just questionable at best. They're fine, but I just I, it rubs
1: me the wrong way. They're similar to like there's a lot of like bars that are similar to that that they like market themselves as being like healthy, and but they're just like just like I feel like kind bars are not good for you. Aren't they, like, very sugary also? I do know they're kind. They are kind. Steve, what's his name? Phil Kind? Richard Kind. R- R- Richard kind, kind Bars. Nice. Richard Kind, that could be episode title. There we go. That, that's it. Right, on, right under the the wire.
0: Yeah. Um, kind Bars. Yeah, you know, uh, Sam Morrison, has. I don't want to do the joke, but he has this really funny joke about how if you market food to rich people, you just have to say what's in it. You know those bars that are like <laughs> peanuts, dates, <laughs> Spanish, and then yeah, it's yep. it's pretty funny. It's a good food bit. Yeah,
1: that's so that's what I got for my QAB. All right, my QAB is very relevant to the moment right now. I went home for Father's Day. I sat. I went in the in the backyard of my parents' house, uh, and we ordered Chinese food. And uh, it was it was pretty hot outside, but we still got soups. We got hot and sour soup, and uh, I had my dad and I. We had hot soup outside in the, in the heat, and uh, it was it was overall QAB. The soup was delicious, great hot and sour soup. We were both raving about it while we were eating it, but then we both were turned into. It's like we played a full court basketball game, drenched, dripping in sweat. I would not recommend it. Hot soup outside in a hot day, very QAB. That's interesting. You say that so. Now I'm married and
0: I have an air conditioning, but nice. prior there, were you know, when I lived with other men, there were a few summers where I'd, we didn't have air conditioning and you would just be a sweaty mess the whole time. I think one summer I literally think I lost like 15 or 20 pounds just from not having an air yeah. conditioning. And and you don't want to like eat like heavy meals Ex- when you're just always sweaty. Exactly. And one thing though that I did is I would constantly drink hot coffee, piping hot coffee. And I do this. I don't drink. I'm not a nice coffee guy. I always have hot coffee. But I do think that something about it, it like puts your, you know, I'm a, I'm a reptile as we've talked about. I'm cold blooded. Yeah. And I, when I drink coffee, it, it almost like acclimates my body to the temp to the hot temperature. And I actually found it to be something that you're probably externally sweaty, but I felt, I felt more comfortable.
1: is isn't true. I feel like I've read or heard that it's like warm water is more; it hydrates you better than cold water.
0: Sounds it's like. like warm. I think I did hear that from uh, from my friend, who's a warm water salesman, <laughs> Rob Stocky.
1: <laughs> Rob Stocky's a door to door warm warm water salesman. That's That'd be a funny sketch. Hot water. We <laughs> got hot water here. Hot water coming through. Yeah. You guys need not boiling been, water, in warm hot. water. <laughs> You can't make pasta in it, but you could you could drink it and not burn your mouth. That's a, that's a good that's a good niche. No one's exploited it. It's not bad at all. Solid. Should we bring in the closer? Let's do it. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Bands, bits, 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 bits. bits, 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 bits. bits,
0: bits, bits, bits. Bits. Had a boy. bits, 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 bits. Bands, bits, 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 bits. Bits, 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 yeah. yeah. bits, bits. Bits, what bits around, bits around, bits around, Gums all the
1: way, bits around. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Remix. I, you love that song. You love Timberlake. No, nah, I don't. Uh, sexy, sexy. Seem- seamlessly sexy, that in the Sexy song. Back, I do love. Sexy Back's undeniable.
0: you love? What's what a, one of my friends, um, I don't know what to call him. I guess we'll just call him Jake Shapiro, because that's his name. But... <laughs> He had this thing where he said he he was like I'm bringing sweatpants back, yeah, (laughs) and he would just do that, and I loved it. Very nice, yeah. All right, you got anything to plug besides
1: Jake Shapiro bringing sweatpants back?
0: No, his wedding's happening, so he got postponed from the virus. Um, Tell him thanks for the invite. I will. You guys, you guys would definitely be friends. Uh, I don't know if he's a Brazerback. back. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. I messed this. I meant to say this earlier, but so like. Um, when I was talking with my sister about the bagels, she is someone, and she, so she like listens to a, f- she, a fair amount of episodes, but she's not like a diehard Brazerback. back, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, "Are these like Brazer fronts, or are these Brazer <laughs> Brazer sides?" I like
1: that. Maybe like a Brazer <laughs> side. I like that. That's fine That could that could that could be a new part of the, uh, the Biss lexicon. Yeah, the lex lexicon lexicon air. That, that was what I was going to try to say. Yeah, <laughs> Got you. Um, Lexicon
0: Ed. Lexicon Ed. ooh, that's, that's good. Lexicon Ed. That could be it. You're that Richard Kindbar. But anyway, um, yeah, so that, that was what I was thinking about. Brazier backs, let us know what you want the kind of second level of brazier back to be. If you want it to be brazier front, brazier side, anything else? Sure. Brazier
1: belly to belly. Um, beautiful. I got nothing to promote follow the pod share the pod let us know uh, what you think
0: yeah we're gonna i guess this is gonna be a sweaty summer this is really our first pod where it's really hot and i guess at some point i mean i at some point we'll be back in person but it seems like it's gonna be sweaty for a little bit we'll, we'll a, we'll, we'll a su- sweat it out <laughs> a sweaty summer i was i i personally feel like i was a little off my game with the with the temperature
1: me too absolutely i i I feel like at the end, now Now I've only started to get a little used to it. But just uh, we'll see how this how people think. This Sean was a sweaty mess. Sean Paul. Get busy. I, I almost have Sean Paul on my list. I, I meant temperature. <laughs> I love That's a good one.
0: Yeah. Sean Paul's a classic. Yeah, Sean Paul's great. Uh, all right. That's, uh, that's this week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, and have a great day. Goodbye. Peace.